Hey guys, Michael here, and I'm back to talk about the second episode of LEGO Masters on my podcast, Talk Bricks Masters, which is the only podcast where if you build, leave it, you can brick achieve it. You guys might know me from my YouTube channel, Talk Bricks, where I break down the week in LEGO news every Saturday. But of course, on this podcast, I'm here to break down every episode of LEGO Masters with a special guest. And just as a bit of a disclaimer, we are definitely not LEGO Masters ourselves, but we're super excited about the show. And I'm back this week with another special guest, which is my friend Josh. Say hello to everyone, Josh. Hey, buddy. How's it going? It's all good over here. Josh and I are actually very old friends, having done improv for a really long time. Tell us about that, Josh. Yeah, you're you're the oldest friend that I, that I have in the city, actually, when I moved here. Oh, um, is that true? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we had level one together. Yeah. Um, and that was probably five, six years ago. That's amazing. I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, but it's been good. So tell us a little bit, Josh, about just your connection to Lego. Like what brought you to the hobby or like what's your oldest memory with Lego? Sure. Yeah, I I got a Lego set in the 90s. Um, It it was and I wrote this down. I did my research because I wanted to be as thorough as I could possibly be. Okay. Um, It is the Lego Adventurers Desert Sphinx Secret Surprise. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. And the product number, in case anybody's interested, because I am, uh, was was 59.78. So if anybody wants to look that up. Yeah, maybe you could find a good price for it on eBay now. It is $400. $400? Yeah, yeah, that's where I found out what the name was. Oh, Lord. Well, tell us a little bit about like that set and why it was significant to you. Yeah, it it was the first uh, memory I have. I mean, it was a significant build. I mean, I was probably less than 10. So I mean, being introduced to Lego for the first time, that was a wonderfully overwhelming experience for me as like an eight or nine year old. I think also this TV show is a wonderfully overwhelming experience experience for some of the contestants. Yeah, I, I I hate to say it, but I'm a little disappointed uh, in Sam this week. I think he the stress got a, a bit too much for him, and that was unfortunate to see. No, I couldn't agree more. But in general, what did you think about the Space Smash episode? This was really, really great. I, I really don't know. Everything I saw exceeded my expectations. Like, I, I really didn't know what to think going into this. I mean, they, they obviously showed the planet being hit by the bat with Will Arnett last week. And, you know, maybe I had the idea that that it would be more planets, but really everybody's creativity and imagination really shine this. Week. I definitely agree. And I think that this was a really interesting episode because it wasn't just about the builds, but really about the smashing. Yeah. And we were talking about it before that it was kind of hard to judge what made it, what was smashable about things. Like what was the perfect explosion or destroying? Exactly. So let's talk a little bit about the theme and the challenge this week. So in general, the theme was space and it was about telling a space theme story. And at the end of it, it's going to get smashed. And that smash kind of had to be part of the story. Oh, definitely. I, I mean, other parts, it was clear, like when it was like what it was supposed to be. Like you, you saw a lot of builds that, you know, kind of stayed intact. And then there were others that kind of just turned to sand. And yeah. I think that's what they were really looking for in the end was the ones that were kind of completely crushed and destroyed. Yeah. Jamie had said to keep in mind what the design would be like after the smash and how to create a build that smashes in the most spectacular way. Yeah, I don't want to get it too ahead, but there was definitely a team that kind of didn't take that into consideration or they thought it was going to go one way and it didn't really go their way in the end. Exactly, exactly. And so there was three ways that your build could be smashed, which number one was the space ball bat. Love it. The next one was explosives, also known as the Big Bang. Mm. And then finally, the gravity drop where it'd be dropped from a balcony. Yeah, that one, the preparation for that when they were taking it up 
the stairs, I, I had an internal scream. I was very nervous, uh, and I'm glad that some teens didn't have to do the gravity drop because I think that would have went very poorly for them. Yeah, some of those builds probably wouldn't even have survived Will carrying it up the stairs. No, and I, I, our sweet barefoot queens would not have <laughs> would not have uh, had a great time with that one, I don't think. For sure, for sure. But the nice thing is that we were joined by a celebrity guest this time, which was Mayim Bialik of Big Bang Theory fame. Yes, I, I was very excited about this because I think the only criticism I had of last week is I really wanted Will Arnett to be able to play off of someone. Yeah, I think having her in the room and someone to react to his jokes and someone who's a comedian herself, I yeah. think it was really helpful. Yeah, but where did she go, Michael? Yes, that is the real big question. You know, obviously the challenges are very long. This one was 11 hours long. Yes. And so I have to imagine it was somewhat of a scheduling conflict or something like that. And she actually left early. Yeah, she left, uh, I think, 10 hours into it, which like, honestly, pretty good endurance in any case. For sure, for sure. But I think that Maya was an interesting choice for this one because... Yeah. She does have a PhD in neuroscience and is just a fan of science in general. Yeah, it, it was really a delight uh, to see her just she seemed very excited and enthusiastic to be there. And I think she really brought a great energy to that room. Definitely. And I almost wish we could have seen more of her. Yes, I I, I got very sad when she left. Uh, <laughs> I really wanted her to stick around. She was such a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. But don't worry, we will have some other celebrity guests coming in the future like Terry Crews. And okay, I did not know about that. I'm very excited about Terry <laughs> Crews. Yeah, I think he's going to be uh, he's going to bring his unique Terry Crews energy to the show. Oh, it's going to be really nice. So in general, when it came to the challenge, it kicked off with reaching for a brick built star, which helped to determine what method of destruction that you would get for your build. And if you were doing this build, what would you want? Would you want the space ball bat, the big bang or the gravity drop? Oh, I, I think I would want the big bang. Yeah, I, I think that is uh, an area that's a, probably a little bit more technically different than the others. So it really stretches is your creativity. Uh, and, you know, I want my brain to work good. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way I kind of think about it is, do you want your build to explode from the bottom, a.k.a. the gravity drop, from the side, a.k.a. the baseball bat, or from within? That's the big bang. Yeah, within is uh, definitely the way to go, I think. Yeah, and I, I'm not sure that people took that step back to think about the storytelling exactly in the way I just described it. Right. Uh, well, which one would you choose? I would probably choose the gravity drop. Yeah. And I think that that one's just a little bit simpler to plan for. Mm. I, you know, I know exactly how it's going to work. And I think that it would have been just a simpler overall build to come up with something that would just break from the bottom in a spectacular way. Mm, a good choice. And also with the Big Bang, I feel like there's a lot of things that we probably don't know how it works. Like how many explosives were there? Could you decide where they went? Did you build them in there while you were building the model? I think there's a lot we just don't know about the logistics of that one. Yeah. So of course, when we break down the episodes, we like to divide it into two phases, the build phase and the judging phase. So to kick things off with the building phase, let's start off with Sam and Jessica. They love space, and the interesting fact about them was that they both left corporate jobs to become artists. Yeah, that was really wild. I, I would have assumed that they were already artists. Yeah, I mean, especially with their passion for this and their yeah. unique looks, you'd think that they were doing this from the start. Yeah, I, I really, it, it's flabbergasting. Their general plan was all around space cats. They are attacking planet Earth because they come upon a dog park. What did you think about this as a general premise? Listen, I, I am a sucker for cats. I follow a lot of cats on Instagram like this. <laughs> this was my jam. I was really excited about it. But I mean, unfortunately, I, that's kind of where some of the negativity was coming from from Sam. And, you know, I, I really hated to see it. it. It seems like he really knows what he's doing and he's very passionate about what he's doing. But I think he just got a little bit too stressed out and kind of took it a, 
little bit too much on uh, Jessica. No, I definitely saw it the same way. They had some disagreements around the art process. You know, he was saying things like, it could have been done already. And uh, he gave, of course, the classic line that we've been seeing in all of the advertisements. You don't understand Lego. Yeah, that 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 is very dramatic. It's certainly dramatic. And it was really disconcerting to see the fact that, you know, they were friends, even if they hadn't been building together for a long time. And he should have at least treated her as such. Definitely, definitely. But of course, Will Arnett, the uh, social worker himself, he intervened and he gave them a restart button. Yeah, that was really nice. I, I really have to give it up to Will Arnett for that because he really diffused the situation in a very like calm and reassuring way. Yeah, I think he wants to make sure that the show stays fun, certainly with his humor, but also just in the way that everybody treats each other. Exactly. I, I'm a big fan of kindness uh, and and I think going forward, I, I'm hoping that won't be an issue. Yeah, I'm hoping so. They've had now a couple close calls and I think they really need to get it together. Yeah, I think they will. Uh, I'm really hoping they will. All right, we'll have to see. Next up in the show, we saw Mark and Boone and we really didn't get to see a lot of this build in the whole episode, but it was a video game battle come to life. What'd you think about this? I, I loved it. I, I was kind of glad that I didn't get to see it until the end. I really, really loved this one. I, I think it was top three for me easily. The way that the sort of TV was set up and you get to see the world extended beyond the screen, like I think that was really cool. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I think that the interesting thing here was that he was sort of basing this off of his own daughter, which I thought was a nice inspiration. Yeah, I think the uh, the personal touches that they add to all the contestants and the builders is really, really nice. And it was nice to see a personal aspect from Mark and Boone. I, I think they're one of my favorites by far. Yeah, I only wish we could have seen more of them. Yes, yes. I, I would like to see a lot more of, of other contestants too. And, and hopefully that'll be uh, fixed going forward. Yeah. Next up, we had Aaron and Christian, and they were settled on this Crescent Space Station with a loader vehicle that was going to crash into this newly built station. Yeah, and we got to ogle his biceps a little bit, too. Yeah, that was a pretty interesting segment. Yes, yes, yes. The tongue, the tongue was a bit much for me. I was I was like, OK, let's let's put that back in there, buddy. I know he could do some damage with those guys. <laughs> Yes, he could. Yes, he could. So the real key thing during the build phase for them was that their crescent structure kept falling over. They wanted to make sure that it could break, but it was breaking a little too much. Yeah, every time uh, it broke, I died a little bit inside. Um, <laughs> it, it was very, you don't want to see that from our guys, especially like who from last week are like top contender. I mean, they got that golden brick. Yeah, and I think that the, the hard part was and the feedback that they were getting from the brick masters was that they were trying to strengthen the build with Technic. But would yeah. that cause some issues during the later explosion section? Yeah, it, it seems they overcompensated and made it a little bit too strong going forward. Exactly. So moving on to Mel and Jermaine, their, their build was Legor the Space Monster, who was a giant purple monster who could eat planets. And what do you think about this as an overall concept? Uh, I thought it was cool. You know, it wasn't it definitely wasn't up in the top for me. It's probably somewhere in the middle if I had to rank them. Not to say that it wasn't very impressive because it was very cool. I loved I, I was hoping to see an, at least one alien and we got to see several but this one was all alien baby and I loved it. Yeah I mean I think that the scale was pretty cool but I thought the build was a little simple. Yeah it, it definitely wasn't I feel like they they showed us the snot earlier and how you could sort of smooth out rough edges and it was definitely a bit blockier than I think it could have been. Yeah and the interesting thing about this team was one of the members of the team was really trash talking Aaron and Christian around the golden brick. What did you think about that? That's the first we've seen of people not necessarily playing nice. Yeah it 
and, and you know, it's it's hard. You're not there. You're not on the receiving end of that. So you can't, I guess, really tell how playful it may or may not have been in the moment. You know, you were sitting next to me. I was like, no, man, stop, please. Like, uh, maybe I'm used to the Great British Bake Off where everybody's like very supportive and will fan off buns and things like that for other folks. But I, I, I wasn't a fan of that. It started a bit playful, but I think it actually got a little bit uh, serious because he said to him, you know, I'd be panicking now if I were you. You know, maybe you want to use that golden brick. Yeah, I, I think he just needed to, to pump the brakes a little bit. I think one time was probably enough, uh, but he kind of just kept doubling down and you got to know when to get out of the bit, you know? Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely with you, you know, certainly a fan of kindness myself. But, you know, I do appreciate that these people are very hungry. And I feel like this was one of our first chances to really see that. Yeah, they are thirsty for that $100,000. Definitely. So the next team we had here was Travis and Corey, and we didn't get to see a ton of their build, which was called Doomsday Drop, which featured a planet with its core that was ready to explode. Yeah, and it had that little that neat little countdown clock within it, too. I, I really liked that little detail. Yeah, and actually, I felt like the core section with the clock was super detailed, but that outer green section could have used some of that smoothing details that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, definitely needed some snot on that. For sure. I love it. You gotta put snot on everything. Oh, yeah. To, to get things really cooking, get a little snot on there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the interesting part, though, was the story just about these two brothers. You know, growing up, yeah. you know, Corey really felt like he needed to protect Travis. And that was because growing up, Travis actually was diagnosed with leukemia. Yeah. Again, like the personal touches, like I think in any reality competition show, you need a human element. And it was really nice. You know, I, I'm not super close to my siblings, but I understand. I really love seeing that love from the two of them. It, it really made them stand out to me. I really just feel like this was such a sweet interaction. You know, they were talking about how they would bring Lego to the hospital so that Corey and Travis could play together. And it really reminds me of my younger brother and I. We used to build Lego all the time. I remember even taking a small plastic container of Lego minifigures to bring on planes. So we'd play stories on the tray tables of planes. So it definitely reminded me of me and my brother. And I love seeing that. Oh, that's so nice to hear. <laughs> Moving on, we've got Tyler and Amy. The sacrifice was the name of their build. And they had an interesting storyline during the build phase because they were really keeping their build very hidden. Yes, boy. Uh, I mean, maybe I want to save my, well, I think my voice is betraying like what I really think about it, but I'll save my, my final, final impressions for like the actual judging because again, top three for me uh, Okay. On this one. Yeah, I really loved it. I think this one was really impressive. And this was actually where we learned the term snot, yep. S-N-O-T, studs not on top. And this has really become a more prevalent building tactic in lots of sets, but it probably wasn't that way when you were originally doing it. Uh, No, definitely. It, it's nice to see the progression that Lego has taken like throughout the years. Like I, I will say this, uh, this is a set that I would buy if it actually existed on the market. I would absolutely buy this set. Yeah, it was definitely very complete. And their general premise for the explosion was that there was a bomb, this canister that would fall into the mouth of the alien and blow it up. Yeah. And, and it had that cool, like the robot was part of the story too. Like I, I think they even said that the robot shoots the barrel and the alien blows up. Yeah. And the interesting thing, like I said, was keeping the build hidden added a lot of mystery and kind of an interesting competitive twist. And they actually supposedly didn't even put together the majority of it until the last hour. Yeah, that's honestly incredible. And I, I wonder if they planned a long time to do it. I mean, we won't we wouldn't know. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's like they kept all those pieces separate just to psych everyone out. And I think it worked. Oh, yeah, I, I would have been shaking in my boots. And I feel like this is the playful competitiveness that I like to see versus the uh, the taunting about the golden brick that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, 
Yes, yes, yes. Next up was Flynn and Richard, and theirs was called Volcopolis. It was a city on top of a volcano with a monster inside. This this was cool. I don't have a great memory of it, but I what I do remember is is you know Flynn kind of struggling through it and you know not wanting to to let his partner down, which I, I thought was very sweet. I wrote down Flynn, my sweet baby boy. I, I really like these two, but I think this build for me was definitely somewhere in the middle. Not saying it's bad. Um, it just wasn't uh, top tier for me. Yeah, I definitely agree about the build, but I think to your point, it's these human moments that really help this show come alive. We yeah. didn't get to see a lot of Flynn and Richard in the first episode, so this was a bit of a, a good chance to really get to know them, and it was just so sweet to really understand what this means to them and how they just want to work as a team and not let each other down. Yeah, it, it's really, really beautiful, and, and I expect like great things from them going forward. Yeah, I'm definitely very hopeful for them. The Brickmasters, though, were not too shy about giving some feedback during the build phase. I did write down that Jamie pointed out that the way that their building was designed, because it was going to be hit by a bat, the height really wasn't tall enough to make hitting it with a bat very easy. And again, this is one of those elements where you have to let your concept lead with the destruction versus with a interesting story. Yeah, it, it was like you were saying earlier, it, you really had to plan around what the the method of destruction was. And and I don't think that they, they followed through on that. I I think you're right there. Moving on to one of our favorites from last episode, Team Nestor and Manny. Theirs was an alien planet or a moon with an alien living inside of it, but we really didn't get to see too much of them really during the whole episode. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's still a big problem, but I think we were talking about it during the show is that, you know, as folks unfortunately get eliminated going forward, we're going to get to spend a lot more time with teams, which is really what one of the biggest things I'm looking forward to in the show. Yeah. And the interesting thing for them during the build phase was that they wanted to make it so that it wouldn't break. Yeah. The the alien intestines, right? They, they wanted to everything else to be breakable, but for those to be intact. And yeah, I definitely initially turned my head on that. Very confused. <laughs> yeah. But I think that it was a point that we didn't get to sit on quite long enough, but keeping a part that would be left over afterwards really turned out to be a really critical component to the end phase. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, it definitely came together for them in the end, uh, and I was very happy to see that everything went as planned for them, unlike last week, unfortunately. Yeah, that roller coaster didn't work as well as these intestines did. No, it, it definitely kind of puttered out near the end, and it was a... Uh... It was sad. <laughs> Moving on to Crystal and Amy. Again, we didn't get to see a lot of them, but theirs was Planet Volcalia, a space cano is how she described it. And their goal was to create a nice base with a volcano on top and, quote, fill it with sparkles. Yeah, and, and I won't jump ahead and say it, but I think they, well, I will say it. I, I definitely think they delivered on that point at, near the end there. Yeah, but we didn't get to see a ton of them during this phase. Yeah, unfortunately, again, we'll probably see them more in the future, but I, I think in these early episodes, uh, I'm really missing a lot of them. Definitely. And then finally, the last duo we have here is Kara and Jesse. Theirs was called Alien Attack, and it was all about a spaceship being attacked by an alien, and they wanted it to break apart with all of kind of the guts of the ship inside. Yeah, I, during the building phase, I was a, I was a little worried about how it would end up turning out, but I, I thought it looked a lot better than what my mind was initially picturing. So I was really glad that in the end, they had a very creative element, our, our sweet barefoot queens. The interesting part of about their build phase was the question of what, whether their build was too fragile. They were filling it up with bricks and turning it on its side, and it was just breaking apart left and right. Yeah, they 
they did definitely didn't know how to handle it going forward. Um, it, it was very disappointing. I think they're both very great builders, but I, I don't think obviously this challenge didn't work out well for them. Yeah. And again, it's really building with the end in mind. And I just not sure that they had the planning phase in the right order to make sure that it would end the way they wanted it to. I definitely agree with that. So as we move on to the judging phase, this was a new element for this episode where they turned to Aaron and Christian to ask them if they wanted to use the golden brick. Yeah, I was I was very glad to know kind of how that worked. And at the end of the episode, nobody else got a golden brick. So I'm still wondering how that works going forward. Like if if they were to have gotten eliminated, would that golden brick have passed to someone else? I think that that's a really interesting point. And in the first episode of this podcast, I equated the golden brick to the hidden immunity idol from Survivor. And actually, the rules are quite similar to the hidden immunity idol and the golden brick. So the hidden immunity idol has to be played before the votes are read at tribal council. And this has to be before the judging phase. They may win the challenge, but play the golden brick because they're scared and they won't know. See, I was not familiar. I'm not watch Survivor, so I was not familiar that it work would work in a similar way. So that's very interesting. And I can't wait to see it actually be used and see what happens to it afterward. Yeah, a lot of times on Survivor, people will play it because they're scared and they weren't at risk at all. So they waste it. And that is a similar mechanic that we could see here. Yeah. And to your point, we'll have to also wait and see when they use it. Does it go back into play similar to the hidden immunity idol in Survivor? Just saying. Yeah, I, I'm hoping we get an answer soon. Well, maybe. Mm. Well, I don't obviously want them to go home, but I'm curious about this golden brick, Michael. Me too, but they decide that they'll hold off on using it, which is of course a risk, but we'll have to see how it plays out. Uh, It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to the judging, they start off with Tyler and Amy, and their build was going to go through the gravity drop. As we know, this alien creature was really stunning. Josh, what did you think of their overall build? Man, like I said, I would 100% buy it. I really loved it. It was very Lovecraftian. Um, which is always a, a great uh, aesthetic to me. And the shading, there was kind of like a shading in the colors they used with the bricks that really sort of made it pop and made it look real. And I really, 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 really loved it. I definitely agree. Those tentacles with the nice curved shaping, Brickmaster Jamie definitely was a huge fan of that. But I think that the overall story was very clear. Yeah. I loved especially the height that they were able to get. It just seemed so much more dynamic than a lot of the other builders were able to create. Yeah, it definitely had a sense of motion to it that was really uh, very pleased. Definitely. And what was also pleasing was during their gravity drop, as it hits the ground, it really shattered completely. Yeah, I and I think putting that first uh, was probably a great example of what the judges were, were looking for. It wasn't very clear until that moment, but I think it was a wise choice having them go first. Yeah, and the other cool thing was that in their story, the hero was dropping that canister into the mouth. And when it did hit, we saw the canister fall intact, which was a really cool thing in slow motion. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, and I would also like to say when they were carrying it up the stairs, it made me very nervous. Uh, <laughs> and more moments like that uh, are good. I like to feel alive. So this that that was a good moment. Perfect. Kind of shifting gears a bit. We've got Sam and Jessica. Theirs was going to be destroyed with the space ball bat. And in this story, the cat finds the dog park. And it was really the bat's job to knock the cat out of this world. Yeah, their end product. I really liked the storytelling of it. Uh, I thought that was really strong. Uh, 
I do agree with Aim Jame, is what I'm calling both of the judges, Aim Jame, that the building didn't have a lot of character to it. I, I would have liked to have seen, you know, just a little bit more of a pop. Yeah, they, he described the tan building as kind of just a little bit basic. But from a storytelling perspective, it was interesting because he said, if something's going to be left behind, you know, it's better that we care about it. And that basic building just wasn't really enough. Yeah, I would agree with that. The other thing they complained about was that it was a smaller scale build. And I will say that the cat design, while it was very cool and colorful, it really didn't have the shaping to sell the cat for me. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, I definitely, you know, put a little bit more snot on it. Yeah, you're all about snot in this episode. Hey, look, uh, give me a good uh, anagram and I'll say it for the rest of my life. The other cool thing was when the bat hit the cat, the cat flew away just as they had hoped and the building did stay. So from a filling the challenge standpoint, it did work. Yeah, that that building stayed intact. Uh, Everything else was was good to go. So, I mean, I definitely got to give props to him for that. All right, moving on, we've got Mel and Jermaine and theirs would be destroyed by the Big Bang. That's was our first explosion that we saw. And their big build was Legor, the Devourer of Planets. And this one did come together as just a huge purple creature. Yeah, it was very blobbish. Design of it was very cool, but definitely I could have used some interior bits and bobs when it exploded. You know, maybe what would have been cool, uh, maybe put some minifigures in there. Maybe see some minifigures explode out of its tummy. I don't know. Yeah, I think the tummy, the, the big round stomach did look really cool when it exploded. But again, the very simple shaping and really the lack of anything external to the large creature didn't sell the rest of the story. Brickmaster Amy talked about, you know, what about some planets in its stomach? You know, if he's the devourer of planets, maybe there'd be some some planets in there. Yeah, uh, I forgot she said that. So I'm glad we are on the same page about the little bits and bobs. Exactly. So the next one we had here was Amy and Crystal. And this is really where the judging phase started to pick up into super speed. We hardly got to see any of these things. Yeah. So Amy and Crystal was going to have their planet Vulcalia dropped. And when they did did show the overall build though I paused it because I wanted to take a brief look and I liked the look of it. There was some lava flowing down and it had red, orange and yellow to sell it a little bit more. Yeah, that was one of those builds that had a lot more detail in it that, you know, we didn't get to see. Uh, And I'm glad you did pause it because I probably would have missed all of it. Uh, I thought the layers, there was really nice layers to it, um, like with the lava flow and and just with the different uh, levels. Yeah, and they used a lot of their signature favorite colors like pink and purple just to add a little bit more alien space-like feel to what could be very terrestrial with a standard mountain. Yeah, one thing I appreciate about this team is that they put their personality into each build. Yeah, they definitely do. And that's why I feel like we keep wanting more of them on the show is just to learn more what's behind it all. So moving on to Manny and Nestor, theirs was going to be destroyed by the bat. And again, this was a pretty quick one. The moon with the alien build and they crashed it right away. But the one nice thing is that the rainbow intestines stayed intact. Yes, that was very impressive uh, as well as there was also a lot of great interior colors and bricks in there too that really made the explosion really worthwhile yeah well i feel like this one wasn't maybe the most interesting build from like a technique standpoint, it was competent and it completed the challenge. Definitely. Definitely. I would agree with that. So moving on to Travis and Corey, this one was another gravity drop. And this was that cool idea where, you know, they're trying to save the planet. There's a leaking core of the planet and there really just isn't much that they could do. And I thought that was a really interesting story. Very high stakes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, A lot of these tonight had a lot of really great storytelling elements. And this was definitely another one of those. I I really like the countdown clock on there. I thought that really brought a great element to it. And it reminded me of the actual countdown clock in the studio. Uh, So it was kind of a little bit meta, I think. And I enjoy that. 
Yeah, I didn't even think about it that way, but you're so right with especially the red numbering that they had. So moving right along, we've got Richard and Flynn, and this was another one being destroyed by a bat. And again, this is a volcano-like creation. And the whole idea was that the mountain turns out to be a volcano, turns out to have an alien inside it, and he really wants to destroy all the, the humans that are living there. Yeah, uh, this was uh, another... Great storytelling build. Uh, I mean, I'll say that as many times as I can. It, it broke in a very smooth way uh, that was very pleasing. And it left that crater, didn't it, if I'm, if I'm recalling correctly? Yeah, Jamie liked that. He said it left a crater which had the lava colors inside. So it was kind of a nice hidden element that was only revealed because of the smash. Oh, yeah. And a great hit from Will Arnett, for sure. Yeah. And one of the things that stood out to me was that the minifigures really told a story in this one. It was covered in minifigures, which was maybe a little bit confusing from a scale perspective because the city on top of the mountain was micro scale, but I really liked seeing all the minifigures there. Yeah, give me more minifigures any day of the week. And when Will hit it with the bat, I actually noticed that the city, that white city on top of the mountain, it kind of popped up before breaking, and I felt like that was a really pleasing thing in slow motion. Oh, I missed that. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. All right, we'll need an instant replay for Josh. (laughs) All right, next up we've got Mark and Boone, and considering how really unbelievable I felt like the unicorn spaceship versus robot video game build turned out to be, I wish we would have gotten to see more of it being built. Yeah, same. Again, this is obviously, I wouldn't say a problem, but I definitely want more of these contestants. I I wish it was like a two hour show. Yeah, this one was just such a unique build from a concept standpoint. The two children, the Brickfords, they're in their living room playing this video game. And as it zooms in through the TV, we actually see that video game come to life. And I thought that the builds here were so substantial. I felt like that unicorn spaceship or that robot, Jamie loved all of its posability, could be sets themselves. Yeah, uh, this is another one of my, I would say, in the top three for me, for sure. Uh, and I think as a player of video games, who doesn't want to see that world come to life? Uh, and this was just very imaginative and definitely had a childlike quality to it, uh, to the point of where referencing his daughter. No, I, I think that was a, such a great personal touch. And I love seeing the contestants put themselves into the build. Yes. The interesting thing is this was one of the explosion builds, and I don't know how many explosive devices were in it, but it seemed as if each section exploded on its own. The spaceship, the robot, the building, they all seem to blow up from their own origination points. Yeah, and at the same time, too, which, uh, again, don't know the logistics of that or how difficult it was to do, but was very pleasing to watch. Yeah, I I just loved seeing all of the explosion cascade towards the wall where the, you know, the living room was. And that wall just kind of fell over. And it was such a pleasing thing to see the wall stay intact while everything blew up. Yeah, it was very, very graceful. So the next one here was Jesse and Kara. And we were definitely waiting on this one with a little bit of, you know, trepidation. Theirs was to be destroyed with a bat. And the general thought was the aliens had gotten the keys to a spaceship. And it kind of uh, reminded me of, you know, those movies where the kids find the keys to their parents' car. Sure, yeah. But ultimately, I felt like the story didn't totally sell it, and the build itself was fairly simplistic. Yeah, a lot of just straight walls up. Yeah, I, I think during the building phase, I was concerned about how it would it would turn out, and I, I thought it looked better uh, than what I imagined it would be. So I, I think they really made something that was unique, um, but I think you're absolutely right. Uh, their storytelling wasn't really there, and it, it was just unfortunate to see, especially when they were trying to carry it to the pedestal. 
Yeah, that was a super sad part. Um, you could see Kara getting very emotional, not wanting to let Jesse down. And as they carried it, so many pieces broke. I mean, it, it didn't break in a small way. It really broke in a quite significant way. Yeah, and very slowly, which made it more agonizing. Totally. And, you know, the interesting thing is, you know, Jamie, you know, Burgmaster Jamie, I think he's really tough, but I, I kind of appreciate that. And what he said was before the bat even hits it, it's like it's already been hit. Yes, uh, Jam- Jamie's a good dude, and I-, I think you do need that kind of toughness on a show like this. Somebody's got to keep it real. Yeah, and he reminds them what it's really going to take to win the competition. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, the interesting part, though, was the bat hits the spaceship. The spaceship really goes flying. But, you know, what's left behind is really what is supposed to be part of the story. And he felt like it didn't really seal the deal there. Yeah, I think he said what needs to stay behind should be deliberate. And there was no deliberation on on that part. Yeah, definitely. And then the last one we have here is Aaron and Christian. Theirs was another Big Bang explosion, and this was called Catastrophe at the Crescent. And overall, from a look standpoint, this was probably one of my favorites. Yeah, this would be the, I mean, I haven't been keeping track, but I'd say this is probably the third of my top three. Uh, It looked really great. I was very excited to see it. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, the end product didn't really go great for him. So I always think that Aaron's the one that's behind these builds, and I think he's such a master of part usage and I think he was just so excited to really use those large train tracks in a new way and create that technic lattice work to create a really interesting you know work in progress structure and if it was who has the coolest looking build I mean like you said this could be easily top three top two it could have been a winner but when it came down to this challenge you really had to have the breaking apart in mind they definitely overcompensated uh, trying to make it less fragile because it was it did keep breaking so they needed to do something but what they did was unfortunately Unfortunately, too much. Yeah, and I think that this work in progress concept for this space station, you know, Brickmaster Amy felt like it created a lot of negative space. And, you know, when it got destroyed, this was like probably the most interesting destruction because a lot of those large pieces stayed intact. Yeah, uh, and as it was happening, they were very hype about it. And I don't think they understood maybe what the point of it was. Everybody else kind of was very clear about, oh, oh no. And they were super excited. I almost felt like it was a strategic tactic. Their thought was, you know, the more we scream, then everyone will, you know, get hyped up with us. And then the judges, they must see it our way. Oh, and boy, were they wrong. Yeah. And, you know, certainly Jamie was not hesitant to even go into the brick pile, pick up those large sections and just say, your risk, it didn't pay off. To be fair to Jamie, it probably wasn't hard to pick out those big pieces. Yeah. I, like I said, I think that they really needed to think about how this would explode. They they were so excited to get the big bang as their, you know, explosion breaking apart technique. And they just didn't plan with that in mind. No, they didn't. But I I don't think this will be a mistake that they make again. Definitely not. It it reminds me a lot of Mark and Boone from episode one, where, you know, they went really bold with that mechanism. And we saw them do a really, you know, exceptional build this time. You know, obviously, Aaron and Christian came in hot. Maybe we're a little cocky going into this one. And uh, certainly it'll knock them down a peg, just not being received as warmly as they were in the first episode. Yeah. And they, they might be thinking about that golden brick a little bit more. Definitely. So when it comes down now to the end of the judging phase, of course, there has to be a winner for the challenge. And this one seemed very obvious to me and you. The winner was Tyler and Amy. 
definitely. I, I think it was very well deserved. They really knocked it out of the park. Can't praise this build enough. It was very, very cool. I know. I think the saddest part about it is that it's now destroyed. Yes, that that was a bummer, but it'll live on in my dreams forever. Yes, and on Hulu. <laughs> that too, I guess. So, of course, you know, with every winner, there, of course, has to be a bottom two. And in this case, again, it felt like no surprise to us. The bottom two in this time were Sam and Jessica and Kara and Jesse. Anyone that you felt like was left out of the bottom two or anyone here that you felt didn't deserve to be there? Well, you know, near the end, I was wondering myself, like, who would even be in the bottom two? Uh, unfortunately, we got to see Kara uh, and Jesse. Uh, and then it became a little bit more obvious. But I, I really was struggling to think who would be uh, on the bottom two. I was actually surprised that that Sam and Jessica were in the bottom. But I guess because of that building, that's probably what put them there. Yeah, essentially, they felt like Sam and Jessica's build really didn't come together. You know, they worked really independently. And so that cohesive design was just not there. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's that's something that will change going forward. Uh, I don't see the stress getting any lower, but hopefully the kindness increases. Yeah, I definitely hope for that, too. And Kara and Jessica. You know, their build just it wasn't the right build for a spectacular explosion. And it really just wasn't up to the scale and level of what everyone else is building. Yeah. And that's not even to say that they're they're not accomplished builders. Like last week, they had the dream theme park, correct? Yeah. Yeah. That that was one of my favorites. I, I thought the storytelling in that again, I'll harp on the storytelling, but I, I really thought it was great. And, you know, you can't totally dismiss the storytelling component because that's really essential to every challenge is the story that you're telling. So you know, while it may seem like the build is the number one importance, really it's build, story, and in this case, explosion. Oh, definitely. So sadly, when it came down to the bottom two, Kara and Jesse were the ones to go. And what did you just think about their time on the show? And, and will you miss them? Uh, I They definitely made an impression. I thought they were great. I, I think I'll never forget Kara going around barefoot. That, that was bold. And I got to give it up to her for that because I, oh, I would be scared. Yeah, she did it, you know, two episodes out of two episodes. And and it was certainly a little bit scary for us. But yeah, I'm definitely going to miss these two. Kara, especially the faces that she would make, especially that first episode. I just thought, wow, this is a very special person. Yeah, I, I really wish him the best of luck going forward. I don't think this will be the last we see of him within the Lego community for sure. Oh, definitely not. You know, these were, you know, two women who raised their families, were finally ready to take on their own challenges and their own victories, you know, especially in this competition. And to your point, I think we'll see more of them in the future. Oh, definitely. The one funny, funny part about the show is that we haven't seen anyone go home. And when Will was kind of uh, dismissing them and letting them go, he said, turn in your minifigs and say goodbye. And I felt like this was just like how Padma, the host of Top Chef, would say to the chefs, pack your knives and go. It was like, turn in your minifigs and say goodbye. Uh, that, is, that is an excellent point. Again, I don't I don't watch that that one. I watch a lot of trash reality TV. So yes, I, I really liked that. And I love that they got minifigures. I mean, even I would kill for my own minifigure. And that was very special. Yeah, you can always make your own out of your own pieces. But it was very cute how they almost are memorialized now as part of the Lego Masters studio as the first ones to go. They kind of tucked their minifigures away in that display. And I imagine that we'll see the whole display fill out as the series goes on. Yeah. And I think that's a very positive way to put it up. Their spirit and their energy will be with all the other contestants cheering them on going forward. Couldn't agree more. So looking to that future, the next episode is a really interesting challenge called Cut in Half, where essentially we see Will cut something in half and where they're going to be given one half of an object. They have to build the other half out of Lego and add to it with their creativity and storytelling. 
storytelling. What do you think about this as just something that's pretty unique? Yeah, I, I was very excited to see that. I The challenges that they're coming up with, I, I, I know that you know all of them, but I, I have no idea what's in store for the season. And that was just very surprising and very exciting. Yeah, I like that, you know, whether it's this explosion or this cut in half challenge, it's not just like build a house, build a car build a building. They're definitely trying to add some unique flavor that we wouldn't just get with your own home building. Oh, absolutely. And I think the first challenge in particular really uh, sort of you get to see what you think Lego is. And then going forward, I think we're going to get to see all the other things that you can do with Lego. Yeah, it's definitely giving me a lot of inspiration for my own builds and makes me want to dig out some of my just like general free brick and try to build something at this scale. Yeah, I, I don't think I could live up to any of that. I'm certainly not a master builder, but I, I'm really excited going forward to see all these challenges. Oh, I can't wait. And so, you know, looking at the, the field, you know, all the nine teams that are left, you know, who are some of the teams that you're really excited to see going forward? Oh, I think it's tough to say since we really haven't gotten to know everyone but so far I, I definitely say Tyler and Amy are up there they just really boy they they impressed me a lot with the sacrifice and uh, I'm really excited about what they do going forward uh, I like Mark and Boone I think just purely on Timbertown and then Unicorn uh, Ship versus Robot uh, I really enjoyed that I enjoy where they come from and as a I don't want to say it's because I also have a beard <laughs> and wear flannel but I, I really enjoy that them going forward. And I think Manny and Nestor, I just love their dynamic and how much they kiss each other. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, I'm really excited uh, to see them going forward. Yeah, I mean, I think our lists are pretty much identical. You know, the only one I'll add to that in terms of especially this episode is I'm very interested to see how Aaron and Christian will come back from this. I think that this was an interesting challenge that, you know, from a building standpoint, they did a great job at. But they really got to make sure they're listening to all the aspects of the challenge and keeping their designs in line with all of the requirements. Yeah, and I, I think not to single them out in particular, but I think folks definitely need to heed the advice of the judges because they have not been wrong at all so far. No, it's interesting because last episode we also had a team that sort of denied the advice that was Manny and Nestor. They didn't want to fix their, you know, roller coaster and that put them in the bottom too. Yeah, yeah. It really came back to bite them. Yeah, so, you know, Aaron and Christian, they're lucky that their builds are, are quite substantial, but, you know, we may not see the judges be so kind to them moving forward if they're not willing to listen. Yeah, and they might be reaching for that golden brick a lot sooner than they think. Yeah, I'm so excited to see what happens with that golden brick and I'm curious to see, you know, will we have any other colored brick bricks or any other, you know, brick related superpowers that you get in future episodes. I'm very curious. Yeah, I, I want to be surprised more. And I think this show will continue to do that. Well, I definitely can't wait for the next episode and hopefully we'll have Josh back in a future one. Oh, that would be so great. I had such a good time, man. Thank you so much. Well, we had such a great time having you. So thanks again for coming. Hey, thanks, bud. We had a blast on this episode. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on any of our coverage for Lego Masters. And be sure to leave me a rating or review on iTunes or whatever service you're listening to this podcast on now, as it really helps others find the podcast. If you want to hear more from me and check out my weekly Lego news videos, you can follow me at youtube.com slash talkbricks. And if you want to keep up with me on social media, I'm at TalkBricks on all social media. And if you want to follow along with the podcast, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at TalkBricksMasters or on Twitter using the username TBMasters. Thanks again so much for listening and I'll talk to you all next week.